What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is New York rapper, producer, and engineer YL. We spoke about Parasite, Hercules, Mafia movies, Spike Lee, movie samples and rap songs, our mutual love of Bow Wow, his relationship with collaborators Robert Williams and Starker, playing shows in Japan, the ethics of rhyming over your own vocals, mixing and mastering his own songs, and the creative process behind his latest projects that never entered my mind and adaptation. Come fuck with us. What's cracking, everybody? Welcome back to Real Notes. I think we're 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 approaching number 30. I think this is going to be number 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we bumped one back because reasons that I don't want to get into right now. But um, <laughs> um, Dylan Green, Cinema Sci, uh, I got names. Those are two of them. Um, I'm a. Uh, it's been a, it's been a, it's been just over 24 hours since the Kanye review happened, and I'm still alive. We're here. Fuck them. Right. <laughs> but, that, um, man. Hell yeah. But you know we're here. But you know like fuck all that because we're here with somebody special. We're here with somebody who's been grinding for at least the last like three, four years, been going crazy with the raps and the beats and the mixing. Uh, you, 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 you fucking is it man right here does it all, which I didn't even realize until a couple days ago. But um, uh, we got YL. We got we got hey. we got Y baby in the house. So like, what's up, bro? Hey. Thank you for coming on my shit. I appreciate it. Now, of course, you already know, bro. I appreciate you having me and shit. I like that. That was a good intro, man. <laughs> Thank you. Know you. That's how I be feeling. I'm like a man of many hats. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro, and you got the and you got the crazy you got the crazy Yankee joint on right now too, just to oh, yeah. tie it shout all together. To my, shout out to my people that awake, my dude Angelo Buck. You know what I mean? Hook me up with this shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, I tried to I tried to get one of those, but they sold out too quick. Oh man, <laughs> maybe next time we'll see. But um, yo, yeah, no, nah, it's great to have you on here, bro. This is great. Like um, I've been um, it's just like the like. Like the quality of the quality of shit you've been dropping these last couple of years, especially like the last like year or two has been insane. And like it never ends in my mind has been something that I've come back to a bunch. So like I'm happy to just like, you know, just rap about shit and movies and fun stuff like. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate you, you know, uh, you know, being consistent as far as like just checking my shit out. You know what I mean? And just keeping up. Cause I, I know I drop, I'm like a dude that drops a lot of shit. So it's, some, it's not always easy to like, it's like, Oh, where do I start type of shit? You know what I mean? Or like yeah. things go under the radar sometimes, but yeah, bro. I've, I've been, I've been trying to just keep it, keep it going sturdy these past, like, like you said, like the past year and a half, I feel like I really got in my bag type of shit, you know? Right. And yeah, it's never too late for that ever. You know, like, like just like, yeah. Like I feel like rap's in a really cool place right now where like, you look at some like you look at somebody like Bruiser Wolf and he just like he just put out his big crazy album and he's about to turn 40. Like he's about right. to break at 40 years old. Like that's insane. Like that's wild, you know? Like cuz like cuz like most people don't think about that, you know? Like you you know, you said it a couple times like if you still rapping at 40 time to get a job type shit, but like you know, like we're here and like people <laughs> that was manage. a little bit <laughs> ignorant for me to say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like but I feel you it's just because most of the time it's not like the Bruiser Wolf situation, but right. That I think like you said, like there's no like um like the timeline is different for everybody, you know what I mean? Especially nowadays, like you can't really compare your come up to other people's because everyone's just, just just so unique now, you know what I mean? Like right. 
it'd be like a TikTok song or a fucking, you know, just got a feature on someone's shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could mm-hmm. be anything nowadays. So, you know. Right. Yeah. It, 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 I, just, it could I try be... and keep that in mind when I think of my own shit. You know what I mean? Nah, absolutely. You know, like it could be anything and then it could just be like you're 24 is time for jazz. It depends. It depends on how you look at it. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not wrong. You're funny, bro. Uh, I try. <laughs> so let me ask you. So let me ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on my shit. Um, what was the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? Like strong opinion as far as like strong, like I strongly like recommend this type of shit. Like or like if you anything? liked it or hate it, anything like just like anything okay. that anything that anything that made you like react to it. Okay, uh, I remember like like a couple weeks ago, I saw the. I know this movie is like already like Grammy, not Grammy, fucking Oscar like winning and shit like that. The, the movie Parasite, like I just watched that shit. And yeah. that shit really was a mind blow. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it, that was just one of those shits that had me at the edge of like my couch, just like watching it, like just like mouth open. You know what I'm saying? Just like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just love films like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, it's not horror, but it's kind of like suspenseful in a way. And it's also like a really creative, like, plot, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I, those, uh, yeah, those Korean movies go crazy. Yeah, for real. Um, I'm the director, Bong Joon-ho, is amazing. He's been he's been doing his thing for like at least maybe even close to two decades at this point. But like he's like like, like I would consider Parasite a horror movie. Like that's like a, a that, that's like a nice little like suburban like class warfare horror movie. Just right, like right, right. Like, do you remember you remember what the you, you remember like the one thing you saw in there that like first really like put you on edge like that? Because like there's so many moments in that movie when, that just like. I think probably when you're right, there is a bunch, but I think when um, they find out like that hidden layer downstairs and shit like that, and they see the dude that's been like, it's like really when they let the old maid come back in, you know what I'm saying? And then like, right. the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like the fucking plot gets really thick. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, that was the biggest like thing for me, I think. Yeah. But that whole family like finesse crazy. So like, all their finesses were kind of just like, oh, these guys are clever as fuck. You know what I mean? Honestly, like, yeah. The peach thing was wild when they were right. when they started, like rubbing the peach fuzz on everything. Crazy. Yo, I forgot about that until now. That's crazy. Yeah, you. I gotta watch that shit again, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at my copy. I bought the. I bought the DVD and shit. I love that movie. Um, uh, what's it called? The one for me was like when they were in the living room and uh when they're trying to get out of the basement and the family comes back and they're just like under the couch type shit. And then- <laughs> that was crazy. You're right. <laughs> and then the, um, and then the, um, um, uh, the married couple, they're just like on the couch and they start fooling around with the kids yeah. in the tent. And they're just like, Oh, what do we do? Yeah. No, that, no, you're right. That was another, yo, that whole movie is just filled with moments like that though. It's so nuts, but yeah, that was a crazy moment. Yeah. And then, of oh, course, dude. at the, yo, and then, and then at the very end, like when uh, the guy comes out of the basement, his face just covered in blood, and he just goes after it's, it's just so many, like so many crazy moments, and just like really, just like really smartly told story, and just lots of really interesting, cool, like socio political shit going on. But like, you don't even have to like be in tune with that. It's just like, it's just like edge of your seat shit. Like it's just exactly. really wild. Like right. 
yeah. <laughs> um, so like that movie's amazing, and that's a really great place to like make a base off of this. So like for you, um, what's the first movie experience you can remember having? Like it could be at the theater, it could be at your cousin's house, it could be uh, at like anywhere. Like, um, I remember seeing like the Hercules movie. You know what I'm saying? Like in theaters yeah. and shit. That's probably like my earliest memory. You know what I mean? Like that, like. The fucking Rugrats movie, you know what I mean? Shit like that. Um, but yeah, like those are all like the first, as soon as you said that, the first thing I saw was the Hercules film, you know what I'm saying? Um, I saw like on 20, like the 23rd Street, like Lowe's Theater type of shit in the city. Oh, wow, yeah, or no, nah, I've been there a couple times. That's a that's a that's a that's an interesting theater sometimes, depends on the right. t- depends on the type of time you go, <laughs> right. Mm. Yeah, but no. like, but yeah, like that Hercules movie is such a touchstone for, like, it's such a touchstone for people our age. Like the fucking, um, uh, I can't remember their name. Um, the cor- um, on the chorus girls. I think that the fate, not not the fates. Uh, I forget who they are, but just like the um, the Greek chorus just singing right, all the right, songs right, right. at the whole movie and just like, yeah, just like that. That movie had great songs. That movie had great music in general, and that's actually one of the things outside of Hades that I really remember about it. Like, the music was incredible. Right. No, that's definitely, uh, definitely touches that, you know what I'm saying, that deep pocket of nostalgia for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and, it, and it was wild, considering the, like, I've been thinking about this a little bit for some reason, but, like, they really just, like, they tried to turn Hercules into an influencer. Like, they had, like, merch and shit. And he just like did shows, and they had like the and I'm um the little blue demon like brought Hades the cup with his face on it, and I'm just like yo like what is going on right now? Like I've been meaning to rewatch it to see like how it looks <laughs> in 2021, but I just thought like damn like they really just like I don't even know. It's just funny to me the way they like, shadows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the way they did, cause like. Cause like it even kind of sort of like I mean like, he wasn't like really like an influencer back then he was just like a he, he was like an athlete they were treating him like an athlete it's just exactly I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now but I just love that like turning a Greek mythological figure into like an athlete <laughs> that's just cool to me it, it, it's just like it's just like funny and like a why did you do that like who thought of that idea type right no I'm <laughs> no you're not wrong bro I definitely feel that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, So like while you were so so like while you were watching movies, like whether it's at the 23rd Street Lowe's or wherever, like like what was like the movie theater experience like for you as a kid? Like, do you remember like being there often? Was it just like a thing that you kind of did and you like never really thought twice about or what was that like for you? I think it was something more that like I would I'll be looking forward to it. You know what I mean? Like it'd be a thing that. um, you know, I would go like back when like my parents were like living together. You know what I mean? We'd all go together. My parents, me and my brother. It'd be like a weekend thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then every time like we leave the theater, we always. All right. So I was asking mad questions about the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It was just it's like a fond memory for me. Like just walking over to the theaters and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like getting um, milk duds and shit. Popcorn. The hot dogs. Fucking, yeah. 
That's my shit, See, man. I love the movie. I still fuck with the movies. I haven't gone in a minute though. You know, I'm on my Netflix time. I feel you. Yeah. Nah, I I I've been uh I had to wean myself back, but they got six dollar Tuesday, so I so I really be pulling oh, up. For that mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't even know that, bro. You just put me on. It depends on where you go, cause like right. cause like some of the AMCs do it, but um nah, it's 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 yeah. There's just really something beautiful about the theater experience, like the fact that you even remembered that you used to get like milk duds type shit. Like that's just like that like 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 that's just kind of. I get that. Like you could tell when people were really like into it and like even asking questions as a kid. Cause I did that when I was watching movies too. Like I still do it. Like, I just want to talk about it every time I watch something. Like if I go with right. people, we got to talk about it for like 20, 30, 40 minutes every time. Like, That's why I feel like, yo, fucking movies are like one of the perfect like date ideas. So, you know what I mean? Like if you have nothing to talk about, you just talk about the movie. You know what I'm saying? Oh, hell yeah. You might make some way like that. See, that's crazy you bring that up because so many people are like, oh, like it's so impersonal going to see a movie because you can't even talk to people while it's on. Like you could talk to people when it's over, like, right. you know, like and it's even a good way to to tell if people are like good listeners and like if they can like pay attention to shit for more than 20 right. seconds. Some like, people can't shut up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, bro. <laughs> that's, that's the ultimate nah, litmus right, test. I don't know. Right, right. That litmus test. Good reference. <laughs> yeah um so like so like as you get older and you start going to the theater more and you kind of start building like a like 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 a taste profile or whatever like was there a movie for you that made you fall in love with the idea of movies is more than just like entertainment like when you watched a movie and were like damn this is art oh, man uh, let me see i mean i don't want to be cliche but like, you know like Good times, it's like you know what I mean, like casino, um, glow, yeah, you know, um, yeah. Mean Streets, Mean Streets was a crazy movie, you know what I mean, like, I started appreciating, like, just like the acting, you know what I mean, like, right, um, and how, like, realizing, like, what bad acting is and shit, you know what I'm saying, like, um. I wish I I wish I had like a list on me and shit, or at least I'd be whack at these like uh, like the off the top of my head type of shit. But <laughs> but not um, Godfather. You know what I mean? Like I know these are yeah. all like cliche and shit, but like these are like this is I had the Godfather like anthology and shit that would like uh, all of the movies and shit. So I ran through them shit when I was a kid. Right. See, like, but. But like that's okay because like cliches become cliches for a reason because they're like I, that's how I feel like they're just like they're just like established classics and like stuff that everyone should at least see once in their life like even <laughs> um I think I said this once before but um I still haven't seen the first Godfather movie all the way through in one piece I've seen I've seen the whole movie from beginning to end but never in one sitting. I've always seen right. it in bits and pieces because I can never take the three hours it takes to listen. Uh, uh, like, not not because I don't have the the attention span. I just always have other shit to do. It's like, it's like I'm being yeah. cursed or like haunted or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel you. There was like, a, what was that movie that was on uh, Netflix recently with uh, had Pesci in it? De Niro, the Irishman. The Irishman. That was one of those joints that it's like the same deal. Like, like three hours. That took me like three days for real. And it's not even like, yo, the plot is crazy. It's just like, you know, the time. Right. I don't got the time all the time. But 
they, but I kind of fucked with it because I feel like everyone was experiencing it like the same way. So we all had our own stories and shit. Right. And that's cool. And like, and, and like, I remember, I think they split it into like seven parts or like four parts or something like that. So you could like watch it as an episode of TV or something. Right. And, um, that's smart. and yeah. And, and they did that with the, they did that with the, the Zack Snyder justice league, the, um, the recut they did, which I thought was fucking trash, but I really I sat there. And, like, it's, 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 it's fucking like four hours. It's split into seven parts and it's not worth your time. That shit was ass. <laughs> I thought. <laughs> well, I appreciate the heads up. I, I'm not going to check for it. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, I'm still interested because Blow, you say, you're talking about cliche, but like Blow is a movie that I don't really hear very many people, or at least up until like the last couple of years, I hadn't really heard very many people mention Blow as a, as like a touchstone type of movie. But when you mention it, it like kind of is because like, I think the first time I realized how far that movie stretched for people was when I heard uh, um, O3 Greedo made a whole song around Blow with Kenny Beats. And I was like, wow, this movie like really connected with people in a way I didn't think about. <laughs> so like it's like it's like an essential Johnny Depp movie, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's a yeah. great actor. One of the best. Yeah, he's he's. He kind of he kind of hit a lull for a little while for some reasons, but yeah, he's like when he was in that mode, he was just really incredible. Oh, you know it's a good movie too, Basketball Diaries. I remember that was nuts. Like oh, for a young man, like him. I remember him like crying like for the fucking his mom like outside like for twenty dollars outside of his mom's crib, and she's like would not open the door. That was crazy. I was like, damn, he's really like committing right now. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I fuck with that. Yeah, nah, Basketball Diaries is Basketball Diaries is another one, you know, but I feel like that's more like I like I feel like that movie typically gets is just do. I feel like people appreciate that one like right. a, a pretty solid amount, like, you know, like stuff like that and like and like Above the Rim and like Love and Basketball, like. Right. Just, well, I forget one. Son, yeah, I've been like, watching like a bunch of like Spike Lee joints, too. You know what I'm saying? He's in. He's one of my favorite directors. You have a favorite one? Uh, probably Mo Better Blues. Ooh, good choice. My joint. I really, I have a, I enjoy all of them. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, love Mo Better Blues. I love. She's got to have it. I just love like really like the way it was shot. You know what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. I love seeing like places in New York that like, oh, I passed by there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like a historian in that sense. Like, I see shit in movies. I'm like. I, I want to know exactly where so I'm checking the locations. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just like knowing that shit. You know, like it's like the when you watch movies on AMC and they drop like the little facts at the bottom and shit. Uh huh. Right. That's me. See, that's what I that's what I loved about DVDs growing up because like you get you you would have like the special features and like the little documentaries and like even Blu-rays sometimes will do like the little things where it pops up like this was shot here. Like I love that type of shit too. Blu-ray, um, man. Like people, pe- people are still fucking with Blu-rays, but like not as much. <laughs> it's 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 weird, but um, uh, and like and 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 like Spike is cool too, because Spike is someone who's like really he's got like a real distinct style. He's got a lot, like, and he's like so passionate. Like you could tell, like even even in the movies of his that I don't like, there's a handful, but like 
like even in the movies I don't like, you could tell that like he has an idea and he wants to get every last fucking thought he has about this idea out because it's like he's never gonna make another movie again. <laughs> like he's he's something else, man. He definitely like leaves it all in the film. You know what I'm saying? That's why I fuck with it. You know what I mean? Like he does. He tries so many shots like in one film. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. He goes above me on. That's why I like it. You um uh, you saw um you saw the Five Bloods, the new one that came out. I think nah, last year. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I haven't seen that. Um, it's pretty loose. My brother told me it's pretty. You said it's, it's loose. Yeah, it's good. Which I is, like it. Oh, it's good. Okay, okay. I I didn't know if that was a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> no, nah, I gotta check it out. My brother told me it's pretty solid. He's pretty good, like judgment. Right. No, I like that. It's it's. It's good to have people. You, it's good to have people you trust working with you like that. And yeah, I know you and your brother are really close too. So that yes, yeah, so that means a lot. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I trust his opinion. <laughs> um. So you know, you know, like as so, like you've kind of established like this base of stuff that you were really fucking with when it comes to film. So like, let's jump over to the other side. Like for you, like when you were growing up, like when did you first fall in love with music? It doesn't even necessarily have to be rap. It could be any kind of music, but it could be rap if you want. Just like whenever. I mean, when I was young, I was bumping like KTU and like Radio Disney and like fucking somehow '97 throwing shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, I was a fucking, I was a fucking little kid, bro. I like Lil Romeo and like Lil Bow Wow and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to be like them type of shit. Um, <laughs> But I mean, I've always been a fan of music, you know what I mean? Like, my pops always, always be driving around, always having some CDs and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember he put me on, like, Sugar Hill Gang, mad young. Yeah. Like, I, like, my pops is mad, like, he don't be knowing all the hip-hop shit, you know what I'm saying? But, like, some shit, I guess, resonating, he just wants to share with his kids. But I've, like, always been, like, a fucking fan, you know what I mean? Like, I've always loved music. Like... Uh, like I, I be realizing, like my taste has been like the same, like forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I look back at all the shit that I liked when I was young, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of like the same like shit I like now. Like, it'd be like, some, it's like I was like fucking with like sample based shit before I knew like what a sample was type of shit. You know what I mean? I was like, oh shit, that's probably why I liked it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. um, no man, I, I've always been. I'm still a fan, obviously. You know going and yeah like like, honestly that's dope because like speaking like you know like for me personally like my taste has changed like i still like a lot of the things i liked when i was younger but like i've like i also had a period of time where i was just like super like closed off from everything and i was just like i was like an old man for like four years and then i like came back out so like my shit's kind of expanded but i also have that base so it's really dope to hear that you like like the stuff that you liked then and you still like it now. Like that's that's cool. Right. It's like I still like it now and like just like you, bro. Like my shit's obviously expanded as well. You know what I mean? Like I'm very more accepting and like I feel like I I find like the good in all music. You know what I'm saying? Like hell yeah. With the exception of very, very few things, you know what I mean, that are like to me unbearable. But uh other than that, bro, like I've I'll be on some live and let live, you know what I mean? Like, I, there's room for everything. 
Right. And yo, shout out, and yeah, shout out to you too for fucking Lil Romeo and Lil Bow Wow because people like, <laughs> like, yo, I like, I like, I really don't feel like people, cause like we all like, like anybody, and anybody like thirty and and younger, like anybody who's like thirty to like twenty five shouldn't be trying to talk about like they weren't fucking with no little bow wow like beware a dog was the first cd i ever owned like bow, right. like, like I, I wanted to be bow wow type shit like, like like you were saying before like come on come on bro like people trying to rewrite history that's not you leave it alone you know what i mean like right it's okay like it's because you know people are like oh people like oh but he's corny now with some shit. i don't know man he did enough for me to fucking give him his flowers right you know what i mean yeah, yeah, and so did Lil Romeo. Lil Romeo had that song on Radio Disney that everybody knew, and we were all singing, like, nah, like, stop. Like, don't even try to front like you weren't on that shit. Like, we all were. Right. Like, that was like, that's like that shit, like, when you're a kid, like, you have, like, four songs that you like, really. You know what I'm saying? Like, I only like four yeah. songs type of shit, and that, that was, like, one of them. Yeah, for sure. It was, it, it was like that. Um, I remember, it was, so it was that ghetto girls um the um ah the song from the rugrats soundtrack with a right. mace on it <laughs> and I remember uh, that video. you know the video was crazy and they're in the reptile wagon like, yeah, right <laughs> you know, that's legendary yeah for real like people people like to clown mace for that but i love that video i don't care that video is great Bro. If, if Nickelodeon asked me to do that, I would do it in a heartbeat. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah! Like, <laughs> you know I mean? Yo, yeah, that was uh, kid, that man. was a, right. Like, and that was a moment. Like, you know, you go to see the Rugrats movie, and they got the cat dog shit at the beginning. Like, nah, like, it, like put me in that. Like, right, put me right. in, coach. I'm ready, son. Like, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> no bullshit, bro. <laughs> um. So, so like while you're growing up and you're absorbing all this music and all these movies, um, was there ever a period of time when you first, or, 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 or let me rephrase that. When did you first consciously link film and music together in your head? Like, did you ever have a moment where you realized that like those two things kind of like complemented and informed each other? Um, I think, I mean, I think the when I really realized that shit it was probably like when I bumped um blue fucking her favorite color. Ooh, and wow. That's like that's like to me like that's like top five YL influential albums. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like part of my DNA type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like wow. Um and like I just love like all those movies that he like chopped up in little bit like all the all the sound bites and shit like bro i don't watch all those movies you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i feel like he was like speaking to like like the person i felt like when i'm just like by myself type of shit you know what i'm saying like wow um but yeah just like the way that he like complimented like he was able to incorporate both you know what i'm saying like and the whole shit sounded like a movie you know what i mean and like he just picked out like the best parts of like the scenes to like put in a certain, you know what I'm saying, a certain drop or like on a certain beat, bro. Like, I don't know, that shit, like, like I wasn't, when I bumped the album, I wasn't looking for movies, but then I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it pushed me in that direction. 
um do you like like a great choice like that's like i i haven't i haven't listened to her favorite color in such a long time but like it's like you you just kind of threw me because most people are most people are going to say like below the heavens so to hear so to hear like her favorite color that's 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 super dope were there any like i can't remember any of the specific samples from that album like was like was there like one movie sample that like jumped Uh, out to you on there uh there was um there's the one like in the beginning it's like a nicholas cage sample from the movie adaptation where he's just like, today's the first day of the rest of my life. He's like, I got to change my life around. Like, he was just like, because it's, it's the mo- opening monologue in the movie type of shit. And it's like, it's just acapella. It's just like he's talking like his thoughts type of shit. And like, it just like, the way he like put it on, like, it was like on the intro of the album. I was just like, wow. Like, that one hit me. And he had like, um, some like Adam Sandler's cut from uh, Punch Drug Love. Also one of my favorite, like also a really, really great movie. I'm a big Adam Sandler fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, bro. Hell yeah. That, that's, that's, um, yeah. Adaptation and Punch Drunk Love are like really two incredible movies. Um, the, um, the scene in, the scene in Adaptation where like the screenwriter is on the stage. Um, I think it's, uh, the actor Brian Cox and he's just like, yeah. Um, and, uh, Nicolas Cage asked him the question about like, oh, like what if there's no, like anything right. happening in my movie and he just fucking he just suns him for fucking two minutes like that that whole I love that fucking scene that shit is so fucking yo you bringing it up is hilarious because I just put that sound bite in a like a song you know what I'm saying that I'm putting, like, part of an album you know what I'm saying that's what he's like but sir like what if the movie doesn't have a plot or like what if the people don't change what people don't have epiphanies like what about a movie where nothing happens like <laughs> Nah, that's crazy that you bring that up, bro. That's specific that's, scene, bro. He that's so wild. Wow. My man, my man said, my man said, like, nothing happens in the world. Like, people are right. murdered every day. <laughs> <laughs> a mother, a mother cries after her child is beaten to death on the steps of a church. Like, someone goes hungry. That whole scene is fucking crazy. Like. It's like if you do anything like like if you have any story without conflict or crisis, you're going to bore your audience to tears like just right. He just lost his fucking shit on this dude. <laughs> so good. No, that scene is fucking that's like Hollywood gold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that honestly. Gold. Honestly, Hollywood, Hollywood peaked at that point. Like that's like, OK, like we're, we're this is nothing's getting better than this. Maybe 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 not that, but like <laughs> just fun, fun shit. Mm. And um, uh, before um, um, before I move on to specifics, you do the same shit already, cause like, cause like the one song that I've been coming back to off um, off uh, it never entered my mind for the last however long it's been out is the song with Jamonte, uh, Life on Earth, cause you talk right. about the sa- you talk about the sample running like Ricky, and then they, they throw in the Ricky from Boys in the Hood, like really really beautiful touch, like I love that fucking song. Thank you, bro. I thought that was a nice touch when I added it. I was like, this is cool. Like, this is like, add some color. And I think gets, you know, this is one of those things that helps you get the bar a little bit more. You know right. Yeah. Which is, which is cool because, you know, you know, like Boys in the Hood is something that's been referenced in rap for fucking damn near 30 years at this point. But it's like, I never heard it done like that before where it just come like it, like it should feel like from anybody else it might sound like really on the nose and like oh like you really had to do that but it just works like it just it just works like i can't even explain it 
Right, bro. I feel like it sounds good, like on like that, like bright sample. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't like doing good shit like that. Just like, um, what do you call it? Like contrasting shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. rough on light, light on rough. You know what I mean? Like, oh damn, I'm about to rain today, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it looks like it. It, it. Yeah, it definitely feels like it outside. I got my window open. It's it, it's just like muggy for no reason. So yeah, you know, like you know, like um, let's dive into it real quick. When did you first know you wanted to rap? Like, when did it become like, oh, I don't want to just like, I don't want to just be Lil Bow Wow. I want to be YL. Like, when did that happen? Right. That moment did not happen until like I was like about to be like a senior in high school type of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that only happened because like I I never made the like decision like okay I'm gonna do this it's like my boy like I was pushed to do it in, in a way you know what I mean like my boy had seen like some fucking notes that I was writing and like my note like my little notes in my fucking phone or whatever and then he just called me one day like he's like yo put that shit that's in your notes he had me on three way call my other man who was rapping at the point at the time you know what I'm saying so and then he was just like, yo, I'm going to send you, like, like beat tape and shit. Just, like, keep writing and shit. I was like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I fucked with it. You know what I'm saying? Because, I'm, I'm, like I said, I was already a fan. So it's like, me, like, I'm always rapping to songs. You know what I'm saying? Rapping along and shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I was like, right. And, then, you know, it was just because it worked out because, like, when I started, I was with the homies and shit. So it's like, I mean, I'm still with the homies. But, like, it was like, I had people that was, like, didn't discourage me and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like, oh, that shit was whack. When they could have, because that shit was whack when I started. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> is it? But, isn't uh, it always though? Like, <laughs> right? Nah, you're right, bro. Like, that's just how it goes. But I never had people that was like, stop. It was just always like positive, like motivation and shit. So I'm like thankful in that sense. And then like, I'm. I'm one of those dudes that, like, I took it seriously as soon as I started, you know what I'm saying? Like, already was, like, putting together projects and shit, make, putting together artwork and, yeah, you know, fucking, at the time, I didn't really know any producers besides, like, Roper Williams. Right. Which you could find, he was, like, on, like, but they weren't even called Roper Williams back then, like, it's, like, 2012 type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, he did, Robo, I got Roper Williams beats on, like, my first mixtape ever type of shit that was, like, not on the internet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like buying shit off like Bandcamp, like for a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Like I was definitely right. jacking. Nah, but yeah, that's that... what it was. You know what I'm saying? I was like, that's how it was back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's facts. Like, th- yeah, yeah, like those early Bandcamp days were just like, like right when it first started, and like it was starting to become like a small community type shit. Like that was, right. you know, you, you know, like I definitely remember like grabbing tracks and just like finding whatever and just like just mainlining stuff, you know, like that was really, I feel like, I feel like Bandcamp was such a, was such a game changer because of that. Like there's just, it, it just put so many people on to so many different things. Like, right, bro. I used to go on this website called B-Tape Co-op and they used to just put out like all the latest, like every producer's B-Tape. Like it was like, you know, like early blog kind of days. And um, wow. I remember I used to stay like, I was like, it's like back when Twami would drop beat tapes and not put his like tag on it. You know what I mean? So he was just like, you could mm. just rap over it. So I would be jacking mad Twami beats. Fucking mad, um, what's this dude's name? 
Fuck, I can't even think of it right now. Um, but yeah, like I was like, like I I wasn't even really familiar that it was like a like a beat scene going on type of shit. I was in high school. I do remember downloading shit like in the computer lab type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right, right. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy, bro. Like, and then to realize who a lot of these people became afterwards is like uh, that's funny. Like. Because producers don't, they just don't be putting shit out like that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not just going to find a knowledge beat tape with, not, with like, a no flip on it. You know what I'm saying? There's always going to be a fucking... Yeah, bro. Those are, like... That, like, humbles me. You know what I'm saying? When I think about, like, those times where it's, like, I didn't really have resources. I just had the internet. I mean, that's still kind of what I have. You know what I mean? But, like, I have, you know, more people behind me on some shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. And you and and uh and you mentioned Roper, who um uh it's a friend of the show. We had him on like really, really early on, him and him and Sharif. Uh right. also, yeah, yeah, shout out to Roper and Sharif. But like so up up until like really recently, I didn't realize how how close you and Roper were. Like he produced like the first like four of your projects, at least the ones that are on Bandcamp. Like exactly. so. Like talk to me, so like talk to me about your relationship with Roper and like what kind of drew you to the to, to the beats and to him as a person because he's dope. Right. So like Roper Williams is two people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right. Um and one of them, they both from Jersey, but one of them like I went to high school with, you know what I'm saying? And he was like, I was just like my homie. Like he was in my homeroom and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew like I knew when he was like just starting to make beats and shit, and you know, he I would like I said, like by the time I was like a junior, going to be like a senior, like I was already starting to like record a little bit, and then you know, I was always always like just listening to to Rover's beats and shit, like just like picking out what I wanted, you know what I mean? It was like we was always just like he was always like just ready to like give me whatever, you know what I mean? That was, like, the only producer I knew, like, in person, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the only person I could actually link up with and make music, you know? Um, and that was just kind of, like, after we graduated type of shit, like, obviously, we went to, like, separate colleges, and then, like, we were just, we always kept in contact, like, yo, like, let's, let's put, let's, like, go in on, like, a project, you know what I'm saying? Which became Open24. Right. Which was like my first, like to me, like my real, the beginning of my shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, and like, you know, it's just like a plant, bro. You know, we're always just watering the relationship. You know what I'm saying? You're taking care of it. You just, uh, we always just keep working. You know what I mean? She just keeps blossoming into other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, as you can see, like, these dudes are like, they're on everybody's project now. You know what I'm saying? For real, like, son. Rope is on like every hot project. And, um, you know, like that's some shit that I already, you know, I, sometimes you just know, you, you know, people's talent from the beginning. And that's right. definitely the case. You know what I'm saying? Like even back in high school, I was like, these guys have it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I, even though back then I didn't know other producers, but like as I was getting to know like other people that made beats and shit, like I was like, nah, my dude was broken. They, they got it for real. You know what I'm saying? Like they're actually hard. Not just because that's all I know is because they're actually tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've seen them perform at, like, fucking Beat House events back when Beat House was a shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, on some volunteer shit. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah, bro. They just some of the illest producers right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and not I think for real. Down the line, I think down the line, people will see it even more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, nah, they no, nah, they really got it. They've been they've been going crazy these last couple of years just to see um um the stuff they had on you know like you know, like the navy blue joints and everything they did with Sharif on Gandhi Loves Children like mm-hmm. and just like and like that's just the, and that's just the big stuff like they've been right. all over the place and um you know like and like, and I'm happy you brought up Open Twenty Four because you know like you said that's kind of that's kind of like the that's the ground floor so like. Like for you, like when you dropped open, so like when y'all dropped open 24 in 2017, like where, like what were you, like did that kind of feel like a statement to you or just kind of like, hey, I just want to start this and like see how this goes type shit? Nah, I was trying to make a statement for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause I, I had put out like projects like before that though. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I remember like before I dropped open 24, I had dropped Low Caesar one with Mia uh, Starker. And mm-hmm. that was like, shout out that, that was right. That's my dude. Like once I started rapping with Stargirl, that's why I felt like I was like really picking my shit up. And at that same time, I was working on Open 24. You know what I mean? So it was like, boom. And then I was, I felt like I was like ready. You know what I'm saying? To like put out a fucking project that people would actually fuck with. You know what I'm saying? That I was actually a fan of. And um, yeah, like, I mean, even even though like, you know, I'll look back at that album, but I probably don't bump it as much. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm never really bumping that album anymore, you know what I'm saying? But I feel but I know a lot of people that like that's their favorite shit, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like they look at that like that's like the YO they want to hear all the time type of shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and 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 then that's a crazy position to be in. And like, you know, like one of the things that really drew me to open 24, um since I've gone back to it, is like like the title obviously open 24 and just like that whole like that whole like perspective and just like atmosphere of like just being in a place where shit is open all the time and just kind of right. like being always on in that way and i love that i love that energy about it it just feels like it it, it feels like a nighttime type of thing even though it's open 24 and like it's just, you know, it's just like, I'm here now. Like I'm here all the time. Like come, maybe not come find me, but like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm out here type shit. It's exactly. It's awesome. Like, yeah, I think you hit on that. It's like, awesome. like I'm ready whenever right now. I'm all in every shit. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, I remember feeling like that, like, like thinking do that exact same thing. Like when I dropped it, I was like, yeah, this is like, I was like, something good is going to come from this type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And it did. You know what I mean? That was like a start for a lot of things for me. You know what I mean? Like, that shit had got me, like, like got me in, like, touch with people from, like, XL Recordings, like, at the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, they was, like, giving me, like, free, like, like, studio time and shit, which was dope. You know what I mean? I was like, damn, all some shit that I just did in my room. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. <laughs> That's always the craziest thing because it's like I really it's just in my room, you know what I mean? Like right. And then you never and then you never know who's listening on top of that, you know, like because like yeah, because like I know XL kind of did that a bunch for a period of time. Maybe they still do, but like I know like people like you and people like Wiki, like they really like they really put they really just gave people a place to go to like do shit. And that's fire, especially just no. off of like bedroom shit. Exactly, bro. It, def- it was like one of those things that was like, um, 
big like reassurance you know what i'm saying and i was like okay right. i think i'm doing the right thing you know what i mean like um so I'm, I'm like super grateful for that you know but yeah it's crazy like you put it you put these things out they just kind of take a life of their own you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. you kind of just i always said it the more i put out the more it's just like some random new opportunities come you know what i'm saying so like that's why i would say it's better out than in bro you know what i'm saying like that's why I was so like, I feel like why last year was such a big deal for me. Because I dropped like six projects, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, I think it really just had people looking at me like, all right, who the fuck is this dude? Like, it's like relentless, you know what I'm saying? I feel like consistency will always grab attention, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. whether it's in the moment or later, you know what I'm saying? But. I've always been like the type of dude I let I let the work speak, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And yeah, like it's not always and like not all of it is easily accessible. Like you gotta be you gotta like know where to look and like go find the physicals to get some of these joints too. It's not even just like that. So like you've already cultivated you've already cultivated a base of people who are coming to find you for the like the shit they can't get nowhere else. And that's right. something, you know? Like yeah, like yeah, like when I ran into you. And Starker is supply and demand. Like y'all just had the stand and people were like coming to look for the rare shit. Like, and we're like very interested type shit. Like that's, that's something, you know, like you, you got that. It was, it's crazy. Like you, like you said, bro, you really don't know who's listening until like, you know, you do something in your city and then you see the actual people pop out. You know what I mean? And they're in front of you with their vinyl and their CDs and, Bro, I was like signing, I was signing like phone cases and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just the coolest shit. Like when you kind of like built this base and then just like people just are coming to you for a thing. Like, you know, like, cause like, that's the thing, like, that's something that a lot more people have been doing lately. And it feels like, uh, like, like there are a handful of people who never really stopped. And then a handful of people who kind of like push that forward in a way that wasn't before you know like people like makami who was just like putting all his shit out the way he did and kind of like renewed interest in people well i mean like not to say for everybody but like i feel like he was one of the first people who people were paying attention to it's like oh he's selling physicals for like a thousand dollars type shit but like right. it's just cool it's just cool to see things go back to uh like people want physical copies of stuff and that's really dope you know, like I like that a yeah. lot. Yeah, bro. I mean, if the internet crashed tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? Like, you'll have something. You'll you'll still have the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, I think people just like more than that. Like, people just want to like feel like connected to like the artists or like feel like they've like supported the dream or like you know what I mean? Like, they want to be with you. And I feel like right. That's what makes that's what's dope about like like just making like a lot of rare shit, you know what I'm saying? Like shit that's only available for like a certain time or just like limited quantity, you know what I mean? Like that's why most of the shit Triple R does, like me and Stargirl, like just super limited shit, you know what I mean? Like if you're really, it's like a certain caliber of fan, you know, not fan, just supporter, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Um, you know, cause I, I know how it is when I like an artist, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to feel like, you know, like I'm supporting like, the, their journey and shit you know what i mean like mm-hmm. um, there's like some sort of pride that comes with that you know 
Yeah, definitely. Like that's, um, you know, like we're all people. And the more you feel like a, the more you feel like a person who isn't just somebody who like, you know, like there's a difference between like wanting to support somebody because you feel connected to them and somebody who's just like bare ass out there, just like everything they do is like, you know, everything going on. Like, you know, like I, I, I think it's a, that balance is really hard to maintain and not just like have it completely consume your life. So right. anybody who's able to do it and just, and, and you know, like, especially for you and Starker, like you, you two just like, you two have a really unique and interesting relationship that comes through in your records that I fuck with a lot. And like, you know, I guess, uh, I, you know, I guess I want to know the same thing about what happened with Roper. Like what's like, talk to me about you and Starker's relationship and like how that kind of pushes and fuels what y'all do. Um, well, let me see. I met Starks probably in like, like 2014 type of shit. You know what I mean? Like probably like middle of 2014. Like we had like mutual friends. Like I would be out this is like back when I was like chilling in like Queens a lot. You know what I'm saying? Chilling like Astoria, Jackson Heights type of shit, like flushing. Um, um, I remember I seen him at like a party type of shit. You know what I mean? And he was already, he had already made like a song with uh our boy mid who's like really one of the founders of triple r type of shit um and i remember i seen him at a party and like he served me bud type of shit and then his memory he'd be like i was complaining about how much he gave me i don't remember doing that but um i think like like shortly after that like this is like when i i let i just left college like and I started going to like audio engineering school um, in the city. And then like one of our boys, a mutual friend, I went to school with him too at the same engineering school. And then he was like, yo, you should like make some music with my boy Starker. Like I'll bring him around. So we just brought him after class one day, like after school, we pulled up to my crib, just made a joint. And then like the rest was kind of history on, on some like, um, you know, like we decided that we want to do like a tape together the same day. And then I was just like, let's call the shit Low Caesar. You know what I mean? Like, I remember coining that like name. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not to not to take credit, but like, I just remember thinking about. It, I was like, oh, this would be dope. Like, this would be a cool name for like two Spanish dudes like making an album. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like he was like a big polo head too. He still is. So you know, Low Caesar, it's a little play on things. You know? Right. Um, but yeah, that's like that's the album that really that brought me to Japan. You know what I'm saying? And like, uh, that shit really helped me travel. You know what I'm saying? Like in a way that I could never, ne would never would have even imagined type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I oh, said, wow. bro, I'd be, I'd be doing shit in my room. You know what I mean? Like we recorded Low Caesar in my room, just like fueled off fucking, you know, a bunch of Dutches and fucking like Hale and Hardy sandwiches, soups, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that. Um, that's real New York shit, by the way. That's crazy. <laughs> Come on. Wow. Um, but yeah, that's, you know, that's like my brother. You know what I mean? Like we, like when we first really started making music, it was like, we made the album so quick because we were like chilling every day. You know what I'm saying? Like every day, pull up on me, smoke, listen to some beats, pick something out. We always leave with something. You know what I'm saying? At least, at least one. You know what I'm saying? So, um. It's, it, it was like one of those things like I met him and I was like, it was, oh, this is 
this is easy as far as like working. You know what I'm saying? Like his, I never have to ask him like, what is he talking about? Or like, you know, what, like the direction he's going is kind of like, we hear a beat and we're kind of just like, we tell our own fucking, like we catch the same vibe type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but he just tells his shit different, differently than I do. You know what I mean? But like, um, I don't know. It's just one of those things like, it's like a super, it's been like a super fruitful, like friendship, you know, musically and just like on some friendship, you know what I mean? Like, um, and he's like, I said, bro, he's like one of those people that like, like he keeps me like, uh, like on, on my toes, like as far as like, just like skill, you know what I'm saying? Cause I feel like he's like just super nasty. He's like one of the nicest and I, you know, I'm always on the track with him, so it's like I feel like I always got to come correct. You know what I mean? It's never like yeah, it, it brings the best out. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's like that's like my Cody. You know what I'm saying? It's like my right hand. That's like you see him, you see me type of shit. You know? Hell yeah, nah. That's like like I could you know like I could tell that y'all sharpen each other in that way, and that and and that's like really so beautiful. I also had no idea that like. That like that shit sent y'all to Japan. Like I want I want to know more about that real quick. Like what was it? Like when like, like when did you go and what was that experience like? So the album Low Caesar dropped in 2015, right? And then, um, like following that, me and him were both just getting a lot of just like um, fans from like Japan tapping in on like Instagram. You know what I mean? Like one, I think our video Wayne Brady would just. Um, was just like real eye candy to like, you know, Japanese like viewers and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um. And I remember like maybe like in 2017, like, uh, like basically, Starks was in contact with one of these dudes out here, my dude Dicey the Kid, um, um, out in Japan and basically they were kind of like talking about like oh getting him out there to do like some shows or whatever so like Starks had been out there in 2017 type of shit like he went he was the first one to go out there and then he did like I think he did a show out there or one or two shows and then he came back like telling me just like yo bro we have to go to Japan there's people out there for us and there's money out there for us bro we just have to go out there you know what I'm saying like so I was just, like, skeptical, you know what I'm saying? Even though I seen that, like, he was showing me footage, like, people was running up on him in the street, you know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, oh shit. fucking, yeah, it's real, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he was just telling me, he's like, yo, they want us out there type of shit. Like, I was just, like, skeptical because, like, at the time, like, I, you know, like, $1,000 was, like, that's, like, how much a ticket was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it used to bust my head, like, damn, I don't want to just spend a 1000 on a ticket, but then, like, we like we had finesse, but like they they were they were willing to just pay for our flights and shit. You know what I'm saying? Then pay us for the shows when we get there, type of shit. I was like, okay, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Um, we went out there, me, him, mid, and then my older brother Derek. And um, yeah, bro, we fucking we had um, we had like four different shows. We had one in what was it, Morioka? One in Yokohama, uh, another one in 
Shibuya, and then one in uh, in Harajuku type of shit. So it was just all crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like I was really felt like I was living the rap life. Like in, this was 2018, the summer of 2018 in July. Um, we were out there for like maybe like close to three weeks type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that was like, that was like my favorite trip, like as an adult, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially, you know what I'm saying? Out there with all like the homies and shit. And, like it's out there, we're out there for something that like, you know, it's for some music shit, which was like already a, a mind blown. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, super, like just big culture shock, man. Like it's really, a, it's just, it's just, it's beautiful out there, bro. It's super clean. You know, you know what I mean? Like the people are super welcoming. They're like, they live like the right way, how we should be living type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, right. Um, but yeah, that was like just an insane experience, bro. Like, I just know like when we go back, once they like open shit back up like that, like we're about to go crazy in fucking Japan. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're, you already laid the groundwork so early before people were like really tapped in over here. So that's like, I was, um, um, a while ago, I had my homies, uh, curbside Jones and Dexter fish shout out to curb and Dex. Uh, they also got a big following out in Japan, like to the point where they put out a project called the last train that was recorded. It was inspired by their trip out there. And there's a physical version of it. You can only get in Japan. Like they right. sell it in like the stores and shit. So like, I'm always really interested in the way like rap kind of translates out there because I know like rap culture is huge in Japan. Bro. And it's, like, keep going. No, 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 uh, that's it. Like, I forgot this detail. Like after we dropped Low Caesar, they were bootlegging the CD in Japan. You know what I'm that's saying? Like official. Yeah, they were bootlegging the CD. They were bootlegging all my old mixtapes that were like before Open 24. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were bootlegging my boy Mid's album. You know what I'm saying? Like, and they were selling it in their stores. And then, like, that's when my, uh, Starks, I tapped in with it. I was like, all right, if we're going to do this, let's do it the right way and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, then we then we started, like, we made, like, uh, we made, like, a deluxe edition of, like, Low Caesar, like, physical CD type of shit. Like, with the, with the big jewel case and shit, like. Um, which was like only available in Japan type of shit, you know what I'm saying? Or like through a web this website in Japan type of shit. And I think like we're just like really catering to them type of shit, you know what I mean? And then their appreciation is deep, bro. Like I be we was there, there's like 10 people that look like me, you know what I'm saying? Like right, all fitted, Yankee fitted, like looking flyer than how I was looking, you know what I'm saying? I was like, they was really they really appreciate it when they're in front of it. You know what I'm saying? That like when they see the real thing in person, they're just like, they really give it up. That's why I fuck with like, it's obviously not because they understand what the fuck we're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like it's because they feel it or like it's, it's a vibe, bro. I don't know. Like that's cheesy to say, yeah. but like it is what it is, you know? Yeah. You know, like it, it, it really is like if people, you know, like that, like that language barrier doesn't really stop very main like it shouldn't stop people from enjoying music like if it sounds good fuck it you know like there's plenty of music that i love that like you know you, you know like i'm not i'm not fluent in spanish but there's plenty of spanish music that i love and right. like if it sounds good and it feels good and it gets you moving and it gets you like wanting to say the shit 
fuck it. Like, <laughs> you know? That's how I feel, bro. There's no fucking, like, criteria to enjoy something. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. either like it or you don't. You know? Hell yeah. Um, and And another thing... Another thing that I've really been noticing about your music, especially recently, because like when I because like I won't front. I first came on uh, last year when you I heard you on Chuck's uh, Chuck Strange's single Henny Wings. And I, I was like, I was like, who's this? And I was like, oh, this is dope. Like you both went crazy on it. And uh, like I had gotten used to like you rapping like that and the way you rapped on um, Pe- uh, Fly Pelican with uh, right, right. Um, um, um with Sharifa Roper and then I hear it never entered my mind and you're fucking going like 80 miles an hour just like just like just barreling through these beats and I'm like whoa like and, and, like, and like I had gone back and listened to enough to know like you kind of established this a while back and then out of nowhere it's just like all right let me try this new thing like so um right I guess like what what inspired you to go in that direction with with the uh, with the uh, it never entered my mind because like it really just took me for such a surprise. Right. And you know what? Like that's kind of what I wanted. You know what I mean? Like um I was trying to like really do something different with this project. You know what I mean? Even though there's definitely like shades of like, you know, shit that I've like, you know, previous work, you know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to have like a more like ominous tone to my shit and just like not be so fucking like up like bright you know what i'm saying like which i feel like you know i like all types of music and shit you know i like all types of beats and like at a point there was a point where i was really just kind of getting tired of the shit that people were sending me you know what i mean like because sending me the same fucking like same sample loop or like some fucking old like chicano soul shit you know what i'm saying which is i love that type of music bro don't get it twisted like i listen to right. that shit all the time and like i have a bunch of songs like that you know what i mean but like i'm not trying to do the same thing a thousand times either i get bored as an artist you know what i'm saying and like uh i remember like my boy Starga started like kind of like doing like this little double time flow too you know what i'm saying like in the beginning of the year i was like oh it's kind of hot and like i started fucking with it and shit and then he's like yo it's like call shit dribbling you know what i'm saying because it's like being really nice with like like ball handling you know what i'm saying like you go mad right. fast and you just calm down real quick you know what i'm saying then yeah you, go, you got handles you got handles, right exactly yeah. <laughs> and i feel like some people would not be able to pull that off or like you know what i mean or like but i feel like even when i go like that i feel like you could still like hear what i'm saying like it's still like enunciated and like i feel like I'm speaking clearly still, you know, like, it's just like, right. you might have to just bump it back again. It's just a, di- it's a different type of energy. It's like rapping in attack mode. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I like the smooth shit too, but like, you know, I really want, I want like, uh, like the wittiness and like shit to be like appreciated. Sometimes that comes across when I'm like kind of writing stream of consciousness. I'm just feel like I'm just like talking, you know what I mean? Like, that and because it's easier in that sense too you know what i'm saying like i love writing like that you know what i mean because i'm really not like putting so many walls you know what i'm saying i'm like oh i can't say this because it doesn't really fit this flow right here i'm just like no this is going to figure itself out you know what i'm saying like right and it always does it's sometimes sloppier you know what i mean than others but i think for the most part like i put my best foot forward with like it never ended my mind you know what i'm saying like i feel like that's like a good that's speaks to the artist i am right now you know what i'm saying like right um if you want you know 
Jesus is my homeboy is like a whole album of just like more like, yeah. you know, my more maybe conventional, you know what I'm saying? Uh, flow, but I think I, I, my shit is a balance now. You know what I mean? Like I, even it never ended my mind. It's not all like that. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah, of like, course not. I'm just doing my thing like regular, you know. But yeah, man, I, it's just like a style that like it's it's fun for me to do, and it kind of allows me like. It gives me like um, just like another move in the arsenal. You know what I'm saying? Like I can just I can approach a song like any different way I want. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? I don't know. Yeah, I just, I just, I just love the, I just love the idea of keeping people off balance with that type of stuff and like not necessarily wanting to expect the same thing every single time. And it was just, you know, like having gone through your joints and just like kind of. You realize like oh shit like he's really like going for something crazy right now just like it just felt so like the whiplash like, like it was a good sense of whiplash you know like it didn't feel it didn't feel like you were just like it was it wasn't like a complete departure but you know like i hear like i can't remember what song it was on but um the bit where you were talking about people betraying their friends like puff i was like Yo. oh yeah like <laughs> i don't remember what song it was that's like, a really man on fire Right, Ed is Man on Fire. Okay, that's one of my favorites. And like, yo, like just like hearing, hearing, hearing the little, hearing the little bits like that, and um, you know, just like calling people, you know, it's like it's like it's like another funny nigga on the gram, like Shiggy, like and the Ricky line, and like, you know, like I just think uh, like like that like there's a handful of the songs on here where it like really popped for me, and those three were a Thousand Tears with Chuck. Uh, Life on Earth, which we already kind of touched on, mm-hmm. or, or, or excuse me, sorry, no, um, Thousand Tears, Bang Bros with Morphin, Morphin, uh, Zen, uh, uh, Derivada, and uh, Man on Fire. Like those three songs are just like, you know, like Man on Fire in particular is just like, it's just like the barest possible loop, and it sounds like something that you could kind of be like regular on, but then you right. just like you just you just like you just annihilate the walls and just come through and just you just run like you you, you, yeah. you just you hit the ground running and like i love that it's just so it's like that contrast you were talking about before right like it's just like right. this really bare soft like intimate thing and then you just go like and you're gone like i that's love what that. I, that's what i fuck with like beats that are like super minimal sometimes because i feel like every anything you say just sounds that more like impactful like just important you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like i love to like take a simple beat like that and like let me just dress this shit the fuck up you know what i'm saying like let me just say literally anything the fuck i want you know what i'm saying like that's why i like like a lot of the things that, that i say in that song that's just like how i be talking you know what i'm saying like these are things that like you know, if I was to make a song right now, it's probably going to mention something we just spoke about right now. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like that. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the best way. I don't have to think too far for, like, inspiration. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel you. Those are all three good choices, bro. Um, Bang Bros, that shit always goes dumb at the shows now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, I, 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 I bet like you, like the three of y'all just sound really great together. Like shout out, sh- shout out to Morphin and Derivada because they're, they're both great young Morpheus. I, I got to say his full name, but yeah, like, no, nah, like it's just, I love, I love the interplay there. And like, and, and like that beat is something that's so chaotic and it's so loud, <laughs> like, but you all meant, but like, yeah, y'all managed to, 
stay right above it and just move, you know, like, you know, like, like that. I just love that contrast. I think that's super tight. Now that was a, that was a fun session. That was like, everyone was just at my crib, like Starks, Zen, Morph, Argoth had just sent the pack to me, you know what I'm saying? Early in the day, I had that like beat to the side. I was like, I'm gonna play for them when they get here. And of course it's a fucking hit, you know what I'm saying? Right. Fucking, it's easy when you work with your friends, you know what I mean? Like, oh hell yeah. Those are, those are all the homies, you know? So. Yeah. Um, I bet like it, it sounded like it was fun. Like it sounds like that was just like a day or, or maybe not a day, but like that just sounds like a time when y'all were just like together and just like throwing ideas back and forth. I can always tell when people are just like throwing ideas back and forth on um, like in sessions and stuff. And it's not just like sent over fucking email, which is, you know, fine when it needs to happen. But like that just feels fun. You know, like that song in particular just feels like this is tight. It's just like being in the room with the homies. Right, exactly, bro. That's literally what's just clowning, you know what I'm saying? Just clowning. I mean, that week was just funny. We was all kicking it heavy that week. That's fire. Um, but yeah, shouts to shouts to more shouts to Zen. I mean, Therabaja, shouts to fucking Starker, you know what I mean? Already. Um, so before we move on from this, because I got a couple more questions for you after this. Like with like like with it never entered my mind. Like we kind of talked about it a little bit, but like this also kind of feels like a statement for you considering how like you know like not all of it sounds like we've been talking about but like a good chunk of it does and it feels like a departure in that sense so like for you like 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 is there anything like if there's like one thing you'd want people to take away from it never entered my mind like what would that be like what does it say about yl in 2021 i mean i think it's like what it says, I think it says like fucking. You can't like deny me, you type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't like not have me in the conversation no more. You know what I'm saying? That's just how we feel. I feel like I, f- not just because I be on my own shit, but like I feel like I'm one of the most consistent dudes in rap period. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? I've always been. Do- I feel like I've always been doing it the right way. You know what I'm saying? Even if maybe my sound wasn't as developed as it is now. You know what I mean? I've always cared about the right things and like the video, the photos, you know what I'm saying? Like the fucking the little meaning behind it, the bit, the transition, you know what I'm saying? Like I just, right. I care a lot about this shit, you know? Um, but like, I just want, you know, people know that they can't fuck with me type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you think your shit is hot, but you know what I'm saying? Like I'm about to bust your head real quick. You know what I'm saying? Let's like go. right. Um I don't know, man. It's definitely like it felt like a like a statement album for sure, just like in the sense of like forget what you thought YL was, you know what I'm saying? Like right. this is like I'm more than just whatever whatever beat you think that I want. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm a person. I feel all different ways any any given day of the week. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a talk my shit. Oh, it's really like a, a, a shit talk album. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, that's it, man. <laughs> right. I feel it. I feel it. And you know, like, and and like, kind of like, still on that tip. I 
you know, like I said, I didn't realize until very, very, very recently, like maybe even 12 hours ago, I'm not going to front, that you also mix and master pretty much all your music, which is like, you know, you you know, so like on top of rapping and on top of making beats, you're also the engineer for all your shit. And like, that's always like, that's always such a, that's a lot of work (laughs) first and foremost, but you know, like, you know, you say you care. And like, you got to care a lot to want to do all of that. And, you know, like that's, and, you know, like people, you you know, like rapper producers already see the music differently than most anyway, but like a rapper producer engineer, like that's, that's, that's like, that's like the top level of like, you're really invested in your music. So, you know, I'm just curious, uh, like for you, how does how does being a producer and an engineer kind of like inform the way you rap and and vice versa? Like that's that's such a cool, interesting relationship to me. Right. I mean, before like I was even producing, I, I had been just like engineering my shit. I've been engineering my own shit since like since like the first year I started doing like music type of shit in like 2012. Like once I got once I decided I was gonna do music, like I bought Pro Tools, you know what I'm saying? Like my boy gave me like some some preset like plugins type of shit. And you know, I was just off like that. You know what I mean? Like I I've been doing it. So maybe that's why I don't look at it sometimes. Like, I mean, I notice now that like, damn, like people really be like paying mad people and shit to like get things done, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, some people need that help. Like, but like I I I guess I didn't realize how crazy that was because I just been doing it for so long and that's all I know. You know what I'm saying? Like um i never it's just one i I like being like in control of my shit you know what i'm saying like knowing i could just like go sit at my desk right now and change something that's bothering me you know what i'm saying like um i don't need to book a session you know what i'm saying like you are the session like (laughs) right you know what i'm saying like i used to fucking do shit like have people come through and like i would engineer their shit you know what i'm saying but like i don't want to i've been stopped doing that i'm like Right. My shit is already enough to keep up with, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but how's that like influence me? I like, I feel like every all my albums like are slightly better, like slightly mixed better than the last. You know what I'm saying? Like, I notice it. Like, as far as, I mean, engineering is more like on some technical shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't think it really necess- like affects how I rap. I think maybe like producing just made me understand like like uh like bar structure and shit like and like how to count you know what i mean and like how to kind of like the mechanics of like of a four bar type of shit you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. the fact like like rapping in double time is just like fitting more in a four bar you know what i'm saying like I don't know what the fuck I'm trying to say right now. Yeah. No, no, no. I hear you though. Cause you know, it, it's, it's like, uh, like I only <laughs> asked that question because like you look at somebody like rock Marciano, right. Who like also like produces his own shit and right. like, and, and like you can tell that people who like, you know, like you don't, you don't exclusively rap over your own beats, but when you do to me, at least there's like, I can tell that it's yours because you like find crevices in the beat that somebody else who's just like, if you were to just give that to somebody, 
they might not ride that the way you do because you like know what to look out for. Like you, like you already like have that roadmap in your head. And like Marcy is somebody who like has that roadmap in his head since he raps almost exclusively over his own beats, especially now. Like, and I just love how, um, you know, I just think that like y'all's minds work different. Like you like approach the music different than somebody who like just raps would. Which isn't, which once again, like no disrespect, because like no, you know, no, rapping, absolutely. rapping in and of itself is like, is it's hard, you know. Like people think anybody could do it. Rap is hard, bro. Like to be good is hard. You know, I mean, anybody can oh, rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But to be right. good at rapping is hard. <laughs> totally. And you know, like it's like it's one thing to be a good rapper or to be a good producer, but to be a good both is like at the same time. That's like you really got to know yourself and you got to know how you operate and how the music works and like it just takes a lot of consideration to do that and just like even if you're just living in your own head you know like that's i'm always really impressed by people who can rap over their own stuff and like make it sound um like confident you know like you sound confident over your shit you got to you know what i'm saying i feel like that's the only that's the only way to sell your own shit you know what i'm saying like yeah, like I have a beat on Jesus is my homeboy called Riverside Freestyle. That's like, I was like, all right, I don't really have a lot of beats out where I rapped on them type of shit. You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna put this on this album, I'm gonna do a whole video for it. You're not even gonna second guess the production because I'm rapping ill on it, and like the video's dope. You're just gonna accept it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though me personally, I'm like, oh, it's a simple ass beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's not. like these are things that like i realized that the general public they don't they not don't care you know what i'm saying like they're like they don't care if it's simple if it sounds dope and you're killing it like that's what matters you know what i'm saying like so and same thing goes for like performing you know what i mean i just get shook like oh like i missed the word type of shit i realize i've been to forums like i didn't even really realize that that dude fucked up on that part you know what i'm saying or like (laughs) it didn't make me enjoy it less you know what i'm saying like right i just had to add that in there bro no, I feel it. I'm actually happy you did because I know it's been a it's been a big debate over the course of the last like five or six months about like what like just like just like rap performances and like you know like people have a lot of feelings about people who perform over their own backing tracks, which I do sometimes, which right. I get. But like you know, like for me, I'm a person who you can perform really well over a backing track. Like somebody like somebody like Meg the Stallion, who is like, she's like a rapper. Like she's like going in all the time. And she mostly performs over her own backing tracks. But, you know, like, then you look at somebody like, I remember when I saw Playboy Cardi live for the first time. Bro performed maybe like, he, he did like half the lyrics to all his songs. He played like a 45 minute set too. And that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. That performance was fucking incredible. And he like barely performed, you know, like it was just, it was an event. And, you know, like I got like, you know, like seeing you do your thing at supply and demand. And like, even in the little clips of the the eye dress show that I saw y'all do, like, it's just, you know, like to me, to me, I think that's as valuable as somebody who can hold people's attention and not, and barely perform a single word, you know, like there's like, it's always a bonus if people are able to just like go in and do it without a backing track. I'm like, it's, 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 it's never a detriment unless you're like really fucking up, 
you know, but like if right. you like miss a word that just kind of like adds to the that just like adds to the charm of seeing it live, you know, like you're like in that moment. And if you could play it off on some Batman shit, like, fuck it, you know, <laughs> like. No, a thousand percent, bro. Like, I feel like. Like, I've done both, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've done I, in my shows, like, I, I do part. I had songs like where I was rapping over the whole song because it was just new or some shit. But you know what I'm saying? I right. feel like. You can still hear me over this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, you still, you know I'm performing it live. It's not like I'm fucking nilly vanilly, you know what I'm saying? Like, Right. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like, you know, if your energy is there, like, the magic is going to come through either way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't be tripping about other motherfuckers like, oh, but I, that's technical shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. come to performances to be like, uh, to point my finger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm mm-hmm. there to fucking enjoy something. Right. If the energy's there, it's cool. Not like too woke to have fun. Yeah, like if I know you're spitting right now, and sometimes I like it because sometimes like when people fumble the word, like at least for artists, like you got that shit right there so you can get right back in it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a crutch, you know what I'm saying? Like right. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't mind that shit too much. Like I try and keep it like I try and just keep like my ad libs and like my fucking like the end of a line type of shit because that's where I'll fuck up. Right. Yeah. And and but, yeah, like having that is cool too. You know, like like you said, it's like a crutch. Gives you like a spot to breathe, or like you could be like, oh, like if I mess this up, whatever. You know, right. like and that's and that's fine. Like you don't have to, you don't gotta be up there like doing like the marathon, like perform every single word. And it's just like, oh. You missed you, you you missed like the second half of the seventh word and the eighth bar, like chill. Like it's cool. It's not right, that big right. of a deal. <laughs> it's not that deep. It's really not, bro. And like like you said, bro, like on some on like the Playboy Cardi shit, like some like that some performances don't even require like you to say anything. You know what I'm saying? People one, the people obviously just know your shit. Right. Second, it's just like it's just a beat. Sometimes you're just moving around. That's all, you know what I'm saying? If you get the people moving, then you're doing something right, you know what I mean? Like, then that's mm-hmm. that, that's still an experience. You know what I'm saying? That's still a show. Yeah, right. And then on top of that, you know, like, to, like it can also be terrible. Like, if, if the performance is bad, the performance is bad. Like, but no, I, but you know, but, yeah, yeah, right. But like, I'm, uh, like all I'm trying to say is like, somebody deciding that they wanted to go over a backing track doesn't like, it doesn't automatically make it bad. Like, it's bad if it's bad. You feel me? Like, it's not just like. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I just, yeah. yeah, that that's, I, I just, I just needed to say that too, because people get, people get, people get really, people get really precious about that type of shit sometimes. Yeah, me too, but you know, it's just like sometimes, sometimes it's just like lighten up and enjoy your shit. But um, what's it called? <laughs> um, so okay, wow, all right, we're already at the end. So I got one more question for you. So um, you know. <laughs> New York is in a really crazy place right now. Like, I almost feel like it's kind of going through a renaissance and just kind of like a just like between between like all the artists who are out here, like going crazy, like at the very, very top, like between everything happening with drill, even though that's kind of been it's kind of been it's kind of had its ebbs and flows. And just like it's just like all like the big hit makers coming back and just like everything going on in like the independent, like, you know, like closer to the ground scene like right there's just there's just there are so many different flavors and styles of what y'all got go of what y'all got going on right now like even being at a place 
like supply and demand again is just uh just like seeing that community come out like not even just like performers and artists and rappers and producers and shit but just like the people who like you know experience that like that's really beautiful to see like it's just really nice to me and all and, and like there's so oh, many yeah. different types of music that happen there too it, it, like, like none of it sounded the same so like as someone who is you know like you know like you're out here like you're from new york you rep it hard and you've been making music for a while and i really do feel like it never entered my mind is like a is like a statement at a time where it could really benefit you like for you like what to you most defines new york rap in 2021 like what would you say like regardless of what uh regardless of what kind of music people in New York are making, like what's the one thing kind of bringing everything together in your opinion? I know that's a lofty ass question. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, um, I don't know. I think like, I think we all just trying to be, I mean, this, this is, this is going to sound even like cheesier. I'm like, I think we all just, we, we trying to be, great you know what i'm saying we're truly trying to fucking go for the gusto for real we don't have small dreams you know what i'm saying like we all are like i see everyone doing the thing pop you know what i'm saying i see rome streets he's doing his thing you know what i'm saying it's like he's taking it to where he got to take it you know what i'm saying it's maybe not the same lane as me but it's like i love to see it you know what i mean i love seeing just like people taking their lane and just fucking like going full-fledged and like next plateau type of shit i don't know bro i think there's just like we all hungry as fuck you know what i'm saying like that's the common thing for sure you know what i mean like that's just the attitude out here you know people trying to you know i don't i we we didn't get into this shit to live the same you know what i'm saying like right. trying to live different um yeah my bad i know that's kind of like a whack answer i'm just like honestly i don't think it is like i think that's where i like like i think that's worth putting out there because like sometimes it's very easy to lose sight of like the basics you know like it you know, you know like not everything needs to be this like this like philosophical like answer of life type shit it could just be like we're all hungry and like we're out here to get it and like you can feel that right now you can feel that in every corner of what's going on in new york right now like you right. really, really can. And, uh, you know, like you got people in Japan going up for your shit. So fuck it. Like, you know, like that's 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 some other shit. Um, it's just like, you know, just um, it's just dope. It just makes me really happy to see this happening because it really feels like there's a movement going on right now. And to like be living through it is like pretty indescribable. Like I live in Jersey, but I'm out there a lot, and I'm you know like, I try I try to be at as many shows as I can, and just like be around, and to see that, right. like, to be a part of that is crazy, you know. Like we're gonna be talking about this, like oh, like I remember when da, 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 da. it's it's just gonna be that type of thing soon, and uh, it's just wild to experience it, you know, you know, yeah, it, 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 yeah. a thousand percent, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like to experience it and like you know, to play a part in it is crazy too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like 
everything that's going down right now is important. You know what I'm saying? Important to history. You know what I'm saying? Just how we looked at the fucking 90s. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. this is going to be one of those things. You know what I'm saying? That's why, like, all these shows that are going on, like, these are, like, fantasy lineups happening. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you... If you're smart, you're gonna save these tickets. You know what I'm saying? And like, hell yeah, buy the merch and fucking you're gonna invest in this. What this is gonna be years from now? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like you said in the beginning, bro, it really is like a renaissance for real. You know, and um, it's really like a new appreciation for art again. You know, that's how it feels. Man, uh, yeah, for real. Like that's. I can't think of I can't think of a better way to tie that up. Like, but um, yo, man, this was so dope. Like, thank you so much for even taking the time and and and, and, course, and like bro. walking with me. Like, no, of course, bro. I, I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I fuck with I fuck with people that are you know what I'm saying that clearly are not just skimming through shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you like took your time and like. You was getting to know me on your on your own terms, you know what I'm saying? Like just through the music and shit, you know what I'm saying? I think that's dope. Um, so I, I appreciate your time, bro. You know, oh, of course, that's important to me. And if I remember, is your first name Dylan? My first name's Dylan. We we talked about this, Dang, right? Yeah, 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 okay, okay. Spelled okay. the same remember. way too. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I that's why so. I got the Y L. You know what I'm saying? It's like oh, Y L. The okay. All right, all right, fuck it. I'm here forever now. Fuck it. (laughs) That's amazing. Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.